Yo, 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 what's good, what it is, what's poppin'? It's your boy, Marquise Cusab. What's going on? It's your boy, Trick or Trey Knight. Hey, what's good with you? It's Ready Rashawn. Hey, it's your boy, Easy e And we are back with another rendition of the episode, another go-round of the Way to Eight podcast, coming to you live and local from the Heartbreak Hotel. Oh, location pin drop. If you know, you know. If you don't, then I don't know what to tell you, because I can't tell you. That'll blow you. What y'all boys on, man? We got Deputy Sheriff Knight back in the building. Yes, this week. What's going on? What you doing? What you gonna do when Sharon comes for you? Well, I hope you run. I'm gonna catch you. Sorry, you had to catch somebody earlier today. Cool. Yeah, you know, people people want to people don't want to. Oh, this man don't stop, don't it? Nah, don't stop. Even on my day off. Even on my day off. But Sharon is the only one that's been informed about lockdown to give us updates about it. Tell you the governor, hey, the governor, making sure you pass everything, passing everything. So, Sharon, how long will be on lockdown for? Well, they're trying to push. In your opinion, what you gauge it as? What I gauge it, I probably say officially getting off. Like, yeah. officially getting out probably June, go. July. June, July? June, July. Like, late June, early July? Probably late, late June. Probably I mean, <laughs> that's when all the regulations so are. I'm just guessing. I, that's, that's, my, that's my thing, because they're still trying to test and right. see what, if they want to open it up. Because I know Myrtle Beach said they'll give it another month before they open up the beaches. Uh-huh. But in Florida, they open up their beaches again. So I was like, well, y'all can go ahead and test that out. And then when all y'all get corona, then it's going to get shut back down. Florida would get corona, bro. Yeah. Down in Miami. Everybody in Florida crazy. <laughs> I'm trying to say. It's like they're immune to everything. So, I mean, I say, I just tell people, stay safe out here, man. We got to stay safe, man. Especially with these damn, um, y'all boys been listening to the baby lately? Like, y'all boys really been on, like, his new flow and his new sound? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that stuff to stay, that's stuff to stay uh, safe from, like, I'm trying to tell you. I promise you, I'm not really liking that, like, new sound the baby got. Nah. Y'all ain't feeling the same, bro? Y'all boys ask, baby, can you switch up your flow? Yeah, baby, please, baby, please. And here he, he delivered. He, 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 he ain't delivered. Deliver. I don't know if delivered. He delivered right something, but it wasn't. Yeah, he ain't delivered what the people thought he was going to deliver. But. So, if I had to ask y'all, what y'all, what y'all read down? Out of five, read down. I give it two. A two. Two? Two and a half. Okay. I went trying. Two. Solid two. I'm nothing nothing higher, nothing less. I'm with that. I'm with it too. I, absolutely. What did you like about it? Like, what, what made it to me, y'all boys feel like? Uh, I felt like he should have sat on this music a little bit longer. Sat on it? Like, yeah. a good flow? I, I feel, I feel like it was rushed. I think, I think like, the order. I don't know if it was rushed. I just feel like it just wasn't the, the perfect time. Or, check this. You're trying a new sound. Why would you release this as an album? I feel like a new sound or something. A whole album full of new sounds? No, I'm saying like he, like you're singing basically. This was this album sounded way different, I feel like, than the previous one. I mean, but he's still rapping the same. He, I feel like he should just drop this in mixtape. I feel yeah. like people might have received that a little bit better. And then he'll know whether, like, I feel like his singing might affect his numbers and stuff like that. Because yeah. honestly, he still got 25 million streams in the first 30 minutes. For real? Yes. Well, that's because people, but see, because that, that, because people want to hear Baby because he, he came out of nowhere with it, right? Because, like yeah, I said, yeah, he, he, he came out of nowhere with it really well, though. I mean, he was promoting the songs, but then when he said he dropping the, he put the uh, CD little emoji. I'm like, oh, yeah. so he coming out with the album. I feel like his music videos really been the thing that's like keeping him on top of like the industry. Absolutely, yeah, Find My Way was tough. Absolutely, yeah, Find My Way. Um, I would say Jump was pretty good. Jump was with uh, Young, Young Boy. Boy. Yeah, with Young that Boy. That song was just too long, bro. That was okay. Um, 
I like the joint where he did with uh, Future. Light, light skin, skin shit, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Light skin, yeah, that was, that was pretty tough. What about Roddy Rich's song? Or oh, Roddy Rich had his song? Rockstar. Extremely disappointed. Extremely. Extremely. <laughs> no, I don't extremely. say extremely. I don't want to say extremely. Bro, I, was, I don't know. I, like, I was expecting them to, it to be something that's transcendent, and I feel like I didn't get that. I feel like it was just... I, had, I feel like it had too much potential to not be a better song than that. What y'all feel about the song with uh, Quavo? Ah, I want to fuck with Pick it. Up? What is it? Yeah, pick, pick Up. Yeah, I want, I want really... I mean, it's I a Quavo feature. Like, yeah, I, mean, I feel like, like it was okay. Yeah, yeah, it was okay. It was okay. I wasn't really vibing. This would have been a solid mixtape. I see what you're saying. Yeah. It would have been a solid mixtape. But as an album, it's kind of weak as an album. So how do y'all feel about artists that change their flow, like change the sound? Like, do you think it's necessary for them, or do you think, like, they should keep where they're at all the time? It depends on the artist. Like, um, I think a lot of artists, like a lot of older artists, they've done it, you know, to kind of appeal to the younger crowd. Because as we see, as new music kicks out, you know, you have, like, Lil Wayne and um, Two 2 Chainz, Gucci Mane, like, they putting all the youngsters on, trying to get their flow back up to, yeah. you know, accommodate to the young younger crowd. So. Gucci definitely changed the flow. I feel no, like people that change their flow are trying to chase like relevancy. They're like they're trying to still stay on top. Because if you look at the way the baby's going, like, all right, he gives two albums to rap in the same way. People are complaining and stuff like that. Okay, let me try something and let me see if it works and stuff like that. Just so yeah. I can still stay <clears throat> in that same stratosphere that I'm in. But you know, sometimes that doesn't always like work for everybody. People have to change it up, and that's when it works for the best. Like mm-hmm. I'm thinking of someone like Doja Cat. You know, she's out here now, like TikTok fame. She's basically on like the same plateau as like your pop star. But right. before all this, she was like psychedelic vibes, like real. Like people really weren't into her like that. Mm-hmm. And I, it was that new video that really trying to change everything around. Yes. Yeah. Did she get like? Wasn't that like a vine, like a famous vine? When she was just as a cow eating birds? And nah, she nah. just like did some random shit, bro. But that was cold. Like, the song was good, too. I mean, yeah. like, when I heard it, I was like, bro, this is a vibe. So people didn't take it seriously to change the flow. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, it's a hit or miss for some people. Like yeah. I said, some people you really going to vibe with. And, like, the baby, like I said, he still got some work to do. I mean, yeah, he probably still sound the same rapping and he tried yeah. to sing a thing. I mean, he need to leave that alone. The song your boy is saying if you're doing bad, you need to change it up. But if you're doing pretty well. I mean, if it's... If it's I mean, if it's working for you, sometimes... You like a Yachty. Like, Yachty know exactly what he's doing. is not about to be no lyrical masterpiece, but it's making, it's doing numbers, and he's just consistent with it. Like, I agree. Know your lane. That's all. Well, Yachty said he don't care about making money. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I well, think we all care about Nobody money. cares about money when they have money. Yeah. So. That's very true. <laughs> Can't take it with. What about 21? Like, yeah, I'm on for 21's with sound? I, do, I, I honestly do. I, I think, you know, 21... What was called you said, what well, I call it now? Yeah, like... I mean, he's, like, more into that, well, he didn't really change... He changed his sound, but he didn't change about what he really talked about. Like, a, lot of, a lot of people get confused with, like, changing, like, your sound and what you talk about on the day-to-day. I feel like he changed what he talks about. Yeah, and people he, don't like he, that. He wasn't... Yeah people, yeah, people want him to rap about murder music for the rest of his life. And, and he's, not, he's not living that life gross. right now. Gross. No, too... But he feel like he's at a totally different thing, even though where he had, like, the little, little situation going on. Like, he's at a totally nice different... He, he's at a, yeah, he's at a totally different place in life. And I feel like the music he's making is like his music is getting better and better. Yeah. It's not getting like stagnant. It's not getting worse. So you think that takes away from like his like hood card or like what he's like been talking about this whole time? Absolutely not. The whole goal is to get out of the hood. That is true. But he can still reflect on it in the, like in the same aspect though. But like you say, he's on a different wave. He's doing different things. So you want to rap about what you're doing now? Right. Absolutely. It doesn't make sense to be rapping about murder music and like you not you haven't lived that life the last five years. A lot of people do that though in the industry. A lot of people don't really live through the stuff that you're rapping about. Absolutely. Right. Oh no, come on. Well, what did somebody say? He said niggas um, uh, rap is about niggas who lie better. I think Cardi said that. It is. Which niggas lie better? That's what it is. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah, well, you got clout. Hey, you can do whatever you want with that, bro. But I'm in the, 
I meant to ask, like, with the baby and, you know, all these other new artists, do you feel like their reign at the top, like, how long do you see that reign lasting? Like, is it only for a little while? Because you know how Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne had, like, decades, Jay-Z, Nas, they had, like, a long reign of, like, staying over the hip-hop business. Like, how do you feel like the baby is going to last? You think it's, like, a year, maybe a couple months he'll die uh, down? The baby will be okay. Like, this this album isn't going to hurt him that bad, but if he does another mediocre project like this again... He might be forgotten. Yeah, like, because I feel like right now, who's running this new hip-hop era, as you've called it, or whatever, you got Roddy, the baby, Megan, um, you know, another, I can't think of other little baby, Lil Baby. Um, Scott, I feel like, Travis Scott, too. I feel like he's kind of, like, just not, like, in the spotlight, so I'm, I'm not including him, but he is definitely over. Okay. But, like, they're kind of, like, the face of the hip-hop right now or whatever, and I feel like he does another mediocre, like, unsatisfactory project, he's about to get forgotten. He's going to have the chance to rap for a bit. Would you like to see the baby on the collab album? No. I want to see him play with Megan Sally. I would say that. I don't want to see him. I mean, that's not something that's something that will be acceptable to see, but in terms of growth, like his legacy, that's not going to be nothing. Well, they're both, I, well, I feel like they're both young into the game, so like, so on Megan's album, I can't remember what it was called, what is it, Sugar? Sugar. Sugar. Yeah. Sugar. Sugar. There were instances where she was spitting like actual bars. It wasn't like on some like, like big booty twerk shit or whatever. It was yeah. like, this is what I went through and type like that. And I feel like, the baby could like kind of coin off of that and do like a yin and yang and do a little like back and forth with it almost. So right. I, feel, I, I feel like they could do that. I feel yeah. like girls singing that can sing. I didn't say she can sing, but I feel like a female changing it from rapping and singing is more simple than a guy changing from rapping and singing. Well, I feel like in this industry, with you already having your name, like the baby is great at what he is. He's great at what he does. And he really shouldn't change that. He shouldn't allow other people to change that or whatever. But you singing should be a like a sprinkle on the cupcake. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't let it be the whole thing, but just let it be a little bit of your range that you got. Okay. So what are some good, what are some top collab albums that y'all feel like are, like, great collab albums? Mm. That's, that's good. That's a good one to think about. I mean, I think, I think us coming up in, in, in this, like, the era we kind of came up here, and I think we automatically just going to throw Drake and Future what time to be an island. Boy, that was a classic. I mean, we just not just going to see, I mean, that just. The whole thing was made in a week. week. That's what I'm saying. The whole thing was made in a week. It was yeah. made in a week. I think we and got people, it people people hang on it, and you can tell it's like a like a thoroughly like done out project, but that is quality music from top to bottom. You can't deny that. All right, I spent a lot of time to be alive too. What do you think we need that? Nah, I I think they're at a they're at both of them are at a different place in life, so mm-hmm. it's like to them it's kind of like reaching back. But you see, they could come together and make a good song though. Yeah, you can. You, you don't want to use up all the oil in the land, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, let it, like, be something that you occasionally get or whatever. That, like, it's a treat for us. And I feel like we don't want to, like... And, you know, some stuff just has to grow on you, so... I definitely feel that, you know. And kind of going towards the collab album, I mean, the one album that I know I've been truly waiting on, I know Q's been waiting on, I know we all been waiting on it, you know, is the Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole album. I need it. Never gonna happen. Never. Jesus will come back before that drop. I promise you. They've been promising this. They said they've been in the studio working every year. You know, they closer to finishing it. They really play it because they dropped that with Black Friday. Um, the remixes? Yeah, yeah, the remixes. Scam. So, I'll tell you, they, they get you worked up for no reason. Y'all think y'all think they ever worked on it? Absolutely. Absolutely. They, they, they got to. They, they got a couple of songs to get. I would say they got a, quite a few songs to get. You think they're just like not ready to drop yet? But I feel like it's just like old stuff. So I feel like when they're ready, they'll come with some whole new shit. They're not even gonna use that old stuff. Maybe a beat, but like. But it pisses me off when Kendrick Lamar could be on songs like Under the Sun. He can't drop the like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. Like you in the studio, like get, 
It's obvious to see that you can do this stuff, but I don't know why you're just holding off on it. How long has it been? It's been three, three years. Three years. Three years. Well, you know, he had a child and stuff in between that. I don't care about that. I mean, oh, yeah, we don't God. care about that. Yeah, but it's still. Yeah, it's I mean, at the end of the day, we mean. All right, yeah. so going back to it, going back to it. Top five collab albums. So. Gotta throw Rich Homie Quan and Young Thug. What was the name of that? What is it? The Rich Homie Quan? It's the uh, Rich Homie Quan and Young Thug. The, tw- uh, the one great. that dropped in 2014. Yeah, the tour part two or something like that. Yeah, the, the tour, tour part one. The tour part, part one. one, yeah. That's a classic. I love her. That was a dynamic duo for us. Speaking of classics, you got Watch the Throne, Jay Z, oh, Kanye. That might be number one. That might be number one. Maybe. I would say that's number one for me. I know we met the man, Red Man. Gotta take it back, Black Best Man. Now. <laughs> Blackout. That's back in 1999. Yeah, the real saying, niggas bro. know, bro. So you ever listened to Met the Man before? Yeah. Oh yeah. My pops was playing. Hell yeah. Yeah. Just a bit. I never listened to Met the Man. I didn't even know they collabed back then. Yeah. All right. What about um, Twenty One Savage, Metro Boom? That's my third. That's your third. That's top three. Yeah. But without one, that one. That one is tough. That one was tough. Solid album. I would say the Metro Boomin one too. Uh, that Metro Boomin was sliding. I can see that. Yeah, what else? But what else is there though? Um, you got Collie Grove. Collie Grove. Ah, it was it was it was it was good. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Okay, what about when a uh, female and male do like Carter's or Big Sean and J Knight? Like, that uh, that or even J better. Sean and Big Sean. Who did it better though? Who did it better? Yeah. <laughs> Sheesh. Um, I gotta look at the track list for um. What was it? What's it called? I like the Carter's, bro, because people hype the Carter's so much. I, really, yeah, I, I feel out a little. It's 20, um... I, but it was good, though. It was, yeah, it was good, good, but... But Big Sean and Jenna Agra. I don't know if that's... that... But is that in top five collab albums all the time? No, no, definitely not. Definitely. Which one? Those two y'all just named. I think the Carter's... I, I think... No. I want to say the Carter's. The Carter's are not on the top. I'm about to read out the songs, and y'all let me know. I could, I could be tweaking, but I really am, so... You got... Yeah, that's Summer, ape shit, boss, nice, friends, friends is good. Um, heard about us, love happy. Like none of those resonate with y'all. Not yeah, really. I, I think Friend, Friend, there's good songs, but they're not. They're not top five caliber of quality. That's crazy. I think twenty eighty eight. They had uh, deja vu, selfish, on the way, push it, two minute warning. Talk show memories faded and they had London Bridge. That's true. Y'all put that in there. Y'all put Hunter Jack Jack Hunter on there. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. We, I mean, that joke was not. I feel like we forgetting about serious stuff like like Father, like Son. No, we Back in 06. But we preface that we're, we we're, going, stuff we're like going off that. of stuff that we listen to, like, for yeah. real, bro. Like, did you but those like, those albums changed the game, though. Do what they did. What game they changed? Bro, come on, bro. Lil Wayne and Birdman back in 2006. I don't know. They was at the top of the game. You can't tell me that wouldn't have been a good collab album that changed the game, bro. You said Birdman was on top of the game. Didn't Jay Z R. Kelly have a collab album too? Yeah, yeah. That's the thing about business, something like that. I think the Isley Brothers are on R. Kelly album too. They showed it. Good music, good music. Okay, so I know this is a different category. What about labels and dropping projects? Who do you? What which label do you feel like has put out the best project? Which label put out the best as recently? Drake. Probably Drake. Because they've been so consistent. Yeah, they stay on top of it. Consistency is key, baby. But I feel like if TDE was to drop something, the world will stop. No. You, yes. it, the world, the world, the world, the world will stop. stop just because they don't. The world will stop because they're inconsistent. That's no, why the world, the world like, will stop because they know that shit will be heat. Exactly. <laughs> no, even if they were consistent, it would be heat. Right. But I'm saying, what's better, 
putting out heat consistently or inconsistently dropping heat. But when they inconsistently drop it, it's legendary. It's not like some like no, no, I agree. But what I'm that's saying why I feel like it would be better. What do you look at if we're get, if we're judging the two? Right. Do I want somebody that's going to consistently drop heat, or do I want somebody that's going to inconsistently drop heat, but every time they drop, it's heat? Well, I would say I would say got a build up. I said you want to get that build up because, like I said, you want something to miss. Like how we all sitting here yearning, like me and Q. We want this Kendrick Lamar album, but you know he making us wait, so it's okay, gonna be okay, ten okay. times better. Okay, I'm trying to understand this completely. Mm-hmm. Y'all want inconsistent heat. That's what you want. But was Revenge of the Dreamers really heat? Yeah. Like, was it really that high? Like the caliber of being heat? It was good. Well, but, <laughs> but I mean, I, I see where you're coming from, though. I, like. I thought it would there was some skips on there. It was some definitely yeah. some, <laughs> some, some skips. It was some skips. It was definitely some skips. I Sean, agree. Sean. I agree. You agree? I agree. Bro, you got Schoolboy Q, Kendrick, J Rock, Absol, Isaiah Rashad. You telling me all six, eight, seven of them niggas dropped something? They got certain too, eh? They got certain too. Yeah, they got certain yeah, too. I'm not saying that it's not going to be heat. Y'all missing what I'm saying. But you no, I will take that inconsistent drop because I know when they do drop, I'm it's not gonna be it's gonna stop the world. That's, that's not gonna be disappointed when you tune in to them because they consistently drop heat. But but I think it's different when you consistently drop heat. It's like all right, well I heard I possibly heard this last time. This is something I already heard. You always got to talk yourself. Exactly. As opposed to pressure to talk yourself. I think it's it's hard for artists because like when you constantly dropping word, dropping word, dropping word, dropping word, it's like all right, well this kind of sound the same, but it sound just like the last one. When you get at like. Kind of regroup, refresh your eye. Let me sit back, kick back, and like make something different, make something new. And when it drops, you got the people really loving it. I mean, I think to me, mm-hmm. the East Coast, West Coast, you know, who got the biggest brand for uh, music group? I think TDE. To me personally, that just takes over over Dreamville. And their roster, if you line them up, like TDE with TDE. Sure. Well, you're gonna have the big dogs, J Cole, Kendrick Lamar, like battle each other. Yeah. But who's gonna be after them? Who? Boss and Isaiah Rashad. Isaiah Rashad. And SZA. And SZA, yeah. SZA. SZA. Yes. Uh, so, that's what we say, you know, TDE might, you know. TDE might, you know. I ain't going to say they ain't going to forget Dreamville, but you know, they I'm, I'm just listening to what y'all say. <laughs> I'm listening. But I feel like OVO dropped something world stop, but they never going to get to that point. Nah, they ain't going to get that point. It's going to be too much pressure on Party. He's going to cry. There's going to be delayed and pushback. He'll be lying about album releases. Yeah. And Division, I mean, I guess they going to, like, he, he got role players that will come through. Division will come through, Maja Jordan, but, like, after that, yeah, just Drake, and yeah. then it's like, okay, guys. Like, I used to have Roy Woods. Um, I don't even really listen to Roy like that. He was like, straight when he first started. I feel like he's kind of going he down. He off, yeah. I don't, I don't really mess with Roy projects like that. He had, to me, he had one good project. How do I feel about the vision on the project that's dropped, though? Beautiful. Pretty straight, bro. It's straight. That's his best album, and it's my favorite album. I don't For really real? Honestly, it. when I listened to it, it, might, it, might be, it might be the best. Yeah, when I listened to it earlier this morning, I was like, oh, I see what Eric was talking about. It slide, it fits perfectly. Like you said, you, you can see he matured with his sound. Right. And like the melodies and the vibe to it, it just. Compared to Party, like, what would you rate it as? Uh, I wouldn't compare to Party. Yeah. I feel like they had different levels of their career. Yeah. But. If I'm just rating. If rate it out of five, I'll probably give I it, give it a, I get a four, 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 five, three four. and a half, four and a half, three and a half, three and a half, four. It didn't get you that four, bro. Didn't get you the four. I mean, what what's missing? I wouldn't be mad if it got a four, but yeah. I just don't think it's a four and a half. Do you listen to the vision like that? Yeah, I like the vision. Okay. I just don't think it's a four and a half. But this your four is solid. This is your favorite project, man. So the other, so which one? Other ones. Yeah. The other ones were probably yeah. They probably were less than fours, yeah. 
But no, 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 they're probably fours. I think maybe the second one might be a three. But but I, but that just because it was better that don't, that don't make no mean it's like my favorite project though. But I do like this one. Mm-hmm. I like this one. I feel like what this one is different. It has I feel like there's a nice little story. There's a nice variety of type of music speeds and genre tempos and stuff like that that you get. And it just feels really complete. He's got like a lot of good features. He's got a Summer Walker feature. Future. Future. That future song is so hard. Yeah. He's got Popcorn on there. Like all these other like Small Ledger. I forgot about that one. Between us, he got. I think Tyler Dolla Sign's on that one too. Yeah, he got. Yeah, he do got Tyler. That shit. All them shit's right. All them shit's right. So, what do you feel like would be like the next step that Division get to like be? Because someone's gonna be Drake's successor. So, who's gonna be Drake's successor out of the whole OVO game? It's honestly looking like Division, but um. I feel like it would be Party if he was consistent. I don't. Th- I don't think Party gonna really put out nothing after this. I mean, I think this may be like. But he gonna put out nothing. <laughs> he gonna put out something. He gonna, not, I mean, not, not, not nothing like. I think his window might have passed. Yeah, though. like. I, don't think, I think a window as an artist, like a singer, has passed. He probably did. I don't I think, think so too. I don't think he's gonna be right behind Drake. He'd probably be. He'll be a great songwriter, but he'll never be like a great I feel, singer. I give that to Division. I feel that Party is a a great rock, but he'll never be a good band. Really? Yeah. That'll blow you. That will blow you. Yeah, well, fuck that was when they couldn't sign the weekend. That really would have solved all your problems right there. <laughs> no, Tiller, either. Yeah. See, yeah, they would have signed Tiller. That would have been. That would have been. We still wait. I don't Tiller know, but I feel like Tiller would have been a worse party. Like, never dropped nothing. Like, only really? he wanted to drop. I feel so. Mm. It's crazy. People didn't even like his second album. I True to self? True to self. True to self was a great album. It was a great album. It wasn't better than the change. I mean, let's just Artists bite themselves in the butt when they drop a really great project the first time. And they got to beat it. I mean, Q, he didn't know you were going to drop a great project, though. He, just, he didn't, He just kind of dropped. Hey, but that's sure, like a, a real. I'm pretty sure Bryson Tiller was in the studio hearing don't exchange. Like, bro, he knew it was just going to be slide. Yeah, but true, yeah, you know, all of True to Self slide. Yeah, yeah, but everybody was like, well, I, yeah, I just didn't really vibe with it. I was like, man, True to Self, it just, it brought back that, like, kind of old school vibe for me. And he still was talking. He was spitting. I mean, I'm ready, I'm ready to see what he going to um, drop. Next, honestly, he said he was cooking up when I see him on his live. Who he said that? He was playing PS4. He's about to play PS4 on his live. He said, "Yeah, man, here I got some songs cut complete." Still be lying. He was on PlayStation Five with um PlayStation Four, whatever it was with Tory Lanez, and Tory Lanez got into his head. <laughs> and, you know, even speaking on that, like you got to recognize what you got and use your talents, use your tools. You know, what I'm saying acknowledge where you fall short. Like party next door will probably never be a phenomenal singer. As much as he is a songwriter, the right. baby will never be a great singer. As much as he is on a hoppy, like get on the flow and just spit, like that's, that's right. you, no you. Mm-hmm. So you're saying they have flaws? Yeah, like you just gotta acknowledge it and keep it pushing. Like that's some know where you're at. I mean, he's said it done though, like. and know where you got. I mean, yeah, but I think that's the problem where people don't realize or people don't like. You don't have to really tell everybody else, but if you acknowledge in yourself what's wrong or what you can't do, then from there, that's where you can go on and become a better person because you know what your handicap is. Right. And you know how to work around it. So, my question would be, like, how do you, like, Shoot. particularly you, oh, acknowledge sh- your faults? Like, like I mean, I mean it, ain't, it ain't just for you. You know, it's like an everybody question, like, you know, as as guys, like, you know, how do guys, uh, you know, address their flaws in situations that you've been in? I don't got none. Wow, what a guy, what a guy. That's a guy. That's my flaw, like, for real. Like, my flaw is I can't recognize my flaws. Wow. Boy, that's tough. So, at what point do you recognize it? Because you had to find out, let you know. So, does somebody, (laughs) does somebody else have to tell you about your flaws, or is it like, you know? I mean, if they decide to do that, then I'll hear them. So, you feel like you're the perfect guy? No, I did not say that. I did not say that. I'm just saying that 
if someone, I have to believe for myself, basically. Like, you know how the genre was like, bro, like, if I can, people can tell me, like, if I'm motivational or, like, I'm motivated, then yeah, but yeah. if I don't believe it internally, then I'm not going to, like, take it serious. Yeah. Same thing. If I don't feel like that's my flaw, I'm not going to feel like it's a flaw. So you haven't recognized any shortcomings within yourself? I have. So what are I said I'm, I have a hard time recognizing. I didn't say I didn't have any. I said I had a hard yeah, time. Yeah, I just asked. Myself. So have you recognized any? Yeah. Which ones have you recognized? That's what we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking so about the ones you recognize. Yeah. I think yeah. I feel like I try, to, I try to fit in too many people's roles. Like I try to be the role that everybody needs me to be. Mm. Wow. I feel like I just like spread myself too thin, trying to be that person that everybody's like, like the, the people pleaser, mm-hmm. the caregiver, the man of Christ that I am. There's a lot of shoes to fill in, man. Yeah. And, you know, it gets it gets hard sometimes. Good man. So man. is it that you don't want to fill all those shoes or you want to fill them when you want to? Nah, it's, it's, you know, people can expect specific things out of you. So like is it that you want to show those things when you want to? Mm-hmm. I mean, nah, it's not what I want to. It's kind of like there's too many shoes to fill. Like, you can't. <laughs> I, I get where you're coming from. I, I get where you're coming from. See, I don't have that many shoes. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, I mean, you just, like, you can be someone's everything, but it still won't, like, measure up to, like, what they need you to be all the time. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. From a mental space, do you think, like, during that time, like, how do you handle that mentally for you? Like, honestly, like, it was hard. It's hard to handle that stuff mentally because, like, you think that just because their perception of you isn't good, you think that you're not good enough. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, how people think about you kind of, like, really makes you think about, dang, like, if that's how they look at me, maybe that is, like, a flaw that I have. So, it kind of, like, does, like, miss you. Not miss you, but, like, it kind of, like, hinders, like, your mental capacity because you don't know, like, what your true value is. You are looking at it from someone else's eyes, basically. Does that make sense? I, I definitely understand that. So how many people does it usually take for you to like, if one person says it, you're like, ah, oh, well, you know, I'll blow it off. But if like a couple people constantly telling you like, hey, this is what I noticed, hey, this is what I noticed, then you look. It's gotta be somebody I care about. It's gotta like really be someone that means a lot to my life. Like someone I met this year, probably not. But one of y'all, if y'all tell me about myself, I would most definitely listen. Cute, yes, man. Cute don't be listening. <laughs> I don't listen. Who, who don't be listening? You don't be listening. To who? Me. What are you trying to tell me? Bro, you know, be trying to like motivate you, bro. You like, all right, all right. <laughs> I said, Q, I said, Q, let's work out. He's like, yeah, I got you next week, bro. Almost over. Y'all be capping on that word. <laughs> but y'all boys want to get on me by my flaws. What y'all boys' flaws is? Goddamn. So, Ron, what you think? You would say, like, what is, like, what are your flaws that you've recognized within yourself? Um, I, to me, I think like one of my biggest flaws is like patience with certain people. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's like since I've been at a height of, y'all know with me I used to be engaged and whatnot and right. y'all know like the struggle I had going through that um like I said during engagement you know it's like a happy-go-lucky time you know you're looking forward to going towards marriage and like you're just preparing yourself for that big step mm-hmm. and you know I noticed during that time I felt like I was pursuing to give myself a lot more like hey I'm really opening up being like me like you were ready for it you like- I felt like I was ready for it um ultimately things didn't work out but you know God bless her and everything, her future endeavors. But, yeah. um, you know, with that, it, it put me in a thought process of like, you know, what what is it that I need to work on? Like, not saying that possibly, you know, I messed something up, but just overall, like, I probably could have done something different or I probably could have sat down and talked about a certain situation in a different way because maybe sometimes when I hear certain, certain things to a certain point, I probably, like, shut everything off. I'm like, all right, well, yeah, I tune it out. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Or, like, patience, like, my thing is, I know I'm straight to the point. I don't go anywhere without my emotions. I'm gonna tell you like how I feel. Where your emotions are in your sleep? Yeah, I pretty much tell. Them. I say, hey, look, this is how I feel. 
if you don't like it, then it is what it is. And I think that was like something that a lot of people had to let me know, like, hey, you can't be like that with everybody because everybody is different. Everybody isn't isn't going to receive that in the appropriate way. Somebody be like, oh, I really ain't messing with that. Like, you got a bad attitude. But I don't see it as that. I just see it as like, I'm expressing myself. I'm trying to speak my true self to you so you understand where I'm coming from. I feel like that's a common thing I've seen with people that are direct. It's like when you are being yourself, other people have a hard time receiving you for being you. And they want you to accommodate and change for their uh, emotional capacity and and your behaviors and stuff like that. So like, how do you, like are you still at that point where you're like you're gonna be direct no matter what? Are you well willing to tone it down? I guess for people to like be able to respond to you in a way that's comfortable for them. That's kind of hard. I think I kind of I kind of go both ways in a sense. Uh, I kind of accommodate both ways because like I said, at the end of the day, y'all know who I am. I'm gonna just keep it real. I'm gonna keep it honest. I'm gonna keep it hundred with you, twenty four seven. If you like it, then you like it. Because I'm never gonna sugarcoat nothing with you. Why <laughs> am I gonna sugarcoat anything with you? When life in this world isn't gonna do that for you, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna <laughs> that's the second amendment right there. If it's honest, it's gonna give you a hard knock, like you know that's how that's how life is, man. And um, like I said, and I kind of accommodate to it because I know everybody's mental, everybody's emotional ties to themselves. They they're not gonna receive that well. Like oh, you're so mean because people are like oh, you're mean. I'm like no, I'm just I'm honest. Yeah. I'm me, I'm my true self. And, uh, so you I, never look at yourself and be like, dang, they might be right. Like, it's always like, they don't understand me. Uh, I look at myself, I was like, maybe that was kind of too harsh. Maybe it's like how the old people say, like how everybody used to say, like, it's not what you say, it's, it's how, how you, you say, say it. it. Yeah. And I think that's what I kind of had to grow on and get better with. And like I said, it's a still it's still a journey. Yeah. And I think my biggest thing is too, like I said, Eric and y'all boys know, I think I love hard. Like when it comes to loving somebody, I love truly hard. And I kind of like, push my emotions for me off. I don't focus on me. Yeah. I truly focus on what I want to give to that person. I really want to be in tune. And I really want to make them happy. But I think I put myself on the back burner. I said I had to stop doing that. Is loving too hard the same thing as loving too fast? Because, mm. you know, sometimes when you get caught up in that newness of a relationship and everything, I can't remember the term they have for like that honeymoon phase or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And, like, everything seems perfect and right. And because it seems perfect and right, like, you expect like those love levels to like level up with you, you know what I'm saying? So like, let's say first week, like you got to communicate and everything like every day and you expect those things to carry on and they don't like, do those things bother you just because of where it was, where you guys were? Um, for me, like, I, I mean, I don't, I don't really get too much caught up in like that, that stage. Like, you know, I understand like it's going to be a dip in the communication. Like everything is always going to look good in the beginning, but right. you got to expect that things are going to, go different ways because people do change up over time. It may not be for the worst way or it may be for a good way, but it's never going to be a honeymoon stage straight through. Like somebody is going to lack communication one time. You got to tell them about, hey, I need you to talk to me when, you know, things are going on because a lot of people, they shut down emotion, they shut down feelings and it's like, hey, I don't know how to express myself. And I think that's how what I've dealt dealt with with certain women. and I've seen that, like, all right, why don't you express yourself to me? And it's like, I try to chase that, like, hey, tell me what's wrong. Because I want to be there for you. I want to be there to allow you to open yourself up to me so we can figure this out together. And that's when your patience, you know, like, your flaw, mm-hmm. like, not having patience comes in. Exactly. exactly. So what's your meter when you take out? Like, cause I know sometimes, like, you get tired of repeating yourself, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you. Or if I'm, asking, I'm asking you to do something and then, like, you're you taking, or your growth is so small that it's, like, basically substantial. Like, it doesn't mean anything. Like, what point do you get tired of repeating yourself? Um... Like, just when it's, like, a neglect, like, I feel like it's a neglect feeling, like, if I'm yeah. trying to be there for you, it's, like, you kind of brush me off, you, 
like I kind of allow it and I shouldn't, but I allow it because it's like I have feelings for you. I see something going somewhere yeah. and I don't want to give up because I'm not really a person to give up on somebody. But if you push me to that point, then it's like now I got to fall back. And honestly, it is what it is. Either you're going to step up to the plate or I'm going to just fall back and just say, hey, this is not working no more. And I just think it's best if we go our separate ways because who wants to waste time? I don't like wasting my time. I don't want to waste your time. And time is precious. Nobody has time to be wasting nobody's time. You know, some people, like, that's their natural thing just to shut down when, like, they get into, like, a hard moment. So, like, how do you, if someone's to tell you, like, hey, I shut down when I'm upset with you, like, how would you take that? They were straight up from the jump. I mean, that, I appreciate that. I appreciate you being honest with me, but that's something that I think we need to come to um, cahoots with. We need to work on that together. Like, right. that's right. not cahoots. That's cahoots. <laughs> oh, I think that's something that, that can be addressed. I mean, it's not something that constantly needs to happen because if that's a problem, then that needs to be a problem that needs to be addressed and worked on. Because if you have a problem with me, then we can come to a compromise. I think compromising in a friendship, relationship, uh, engagement, marriage, it don't matter what it is, compromise is always what's going to bring certain things through. But and you know, a lot of people don't understand what compromising is. Compromise is not, I'm going to get what I want, you can get what you want, and we like, you know, live together. Like, right. We both know what we want, but we agree to do that thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of people don't understand that. Right. So, Eric, uh, what would you get back to the flaws conversation what would you say is like one of your flaws that you saw yourself you guys could be here here oh so i have two one's more you only got two I'm a you know I'm a growing young man I have a lot more growth to do okay. I've grown a long way but you know go ahead you're gonna get people too yeah okay so I'll start with professional. So, on that aspect, like, I, it's kind of hard for me in a sense to, I feel like, stay focused. I feel like I get caught up in so many things. It's not necessarily distractions, but it's just, there's so many different avenues you can take. And I don't feel like I have a, a like, clear cut line. Exactly. I don't, have a, I don't have a thing I want to do. Like, yeah. when everybody grows up, like, some people want to be doctors, and they know what kind of field of doctor they want to go into, or nursing, they want to know what they want to specialize in as a nurse. Yeah. I don't have one of those. And if, and that causes me to kind of lose focus and like so on an academic professional side like that like if I get tired or if I get bored of the avenue you then find something else yeah like I don't have like it's, I haven't been able to find that consistency in something that you would consider a passion that you would want to do for the rest of your life mm-hmm. and I've been exposed to a lot of things like I worked in a law firm like I worked in a senator's office and things of that nature but nothing's resonated with me and I know Sean you talked about like you wanted to get into criminal justice because of the experiences your family had like when you were younger and things of that nature right. that kind of motivated you but for me, like, okay, yeah, I want to be an attorney. But nothing out of that has really stood out to you. Yeah. So that would probably be my thing on the professional side. So well, so how would you know what it would look like if it did stood out to you? Like, how would you know, like, you came across what you're passionate about? I feel like, one, if there, like, I feel like your passion is something that you can never accomplish, but you're always able to reach. Like, you never, it's never something that's going to be finished because there's so much work to do. And I feel like something that can keep my interest and that same aspect would be something I would consider what I want to do. Like, I've had a lot of, like, well, again, working at the law firm, I saw the capacity of that, uh, the attorneys and what workload they had to do. And I was like, this is great, but I would want more. Like, I'm not satisfied with just doing this and that, you know. So, I would be something that I'm going to have to be constantly chasing in that aspect. And how, and how have you, like, been doing so far? Like, how has that been, like, affecting your journey so far? Like, you think uh, it's, like, slowed you down or do you think it's, like, something that is all going to, like, help you get to the next, like, or look for something different? I think it's something different. Like, I'm always, so with me, I'm always curious about, like, what are the other jobs out there that I can do? Like, 
I've been lately looking for things that suit my skill set as far as an individual, and because I know I know what my workload can bring. My work ethic is unmatched. Like no one's gonna work harder than me when I get in that industry. I know that for sure. Right. But like, what I've been doing, I've been finding things like okay, I like to communicate with people. Okay, public relations. Okay, I like to like um, advocate for people, attorney, like things of that nature. Or maybe right. I want to be a change in my community. Okay, government. Like I've been just literally applying for all those positions because I'm young, so I'll take any sort of internship or. Position I can't get now to learn, and then from there I feel like I might be able to figure out what I want to do. So I mean, but it's not like you're the jack of all trades. But you just need to be the master of one thing. Bingo. Bingo. So if you feel like, do you feel like that's that's the same flaw with like the rest of the aspects of your life that you like feel like you lose focus, or you feel like that's just like in terms of like professionally? Professionally. Um. I feel like professionalism. I feel like it's more so professionalism. I feel like in the other aspect of my life, <clears throat> I am. Well, I guess they kind of go hand in hand. But I just feel like when it comes to people and relationships, like I enjoy. <clears throat> I enjoy the art of just having relationships with somebody because I'm somebody that cares about you as an individual. And like you come across my life, I feel like you came across for a reason, whether it be for a season or to stick around, whatever. Like I value your presence and everything. Very love my heart. I like even just as a person, like. Um, you know, we, we, came a lot, we came across a lot of good homeboys, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people I really don't know like that, but, like, I got love from just the simple fact that, like, people don't want to get down with the weed, eh? We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. But even just, even just guys that y'all kicking with, like, USC, like, Dejon and Derek, like, I haven't known them anywhere longer than you guys have known them, but, like, I got love for them. And, it, you know, it transcends over to females and stuff like that. But that's where, when it gets to females, that's where it gets kind of messy and blurry and stuff oh. like that. <clears throat> because in the past, I've had this tendency to kind of, like, not let people go. Right. And sometimes, you know, I was guilty of dragging people along. Um, you know, and you should never do that. You should never do that when you're not like fully committed Amen. to somebody. Absolutely. And that was my biggest thing I struggled with because I never wanted to let go. I was, I wouldn't say I was necessarily scared to be without you, but why do that when I didn't have to? It was just some real toxic. So you kind of like to probably have one foot in, one foot out type thing. Yeah, it was just because I think I was just at that point just scared to commit. You know, commit. Yeah. I feel like everybody like I feel like that's just. The, the same song a lot of like people have sung in right. my opinion I mean cause I feel like I mean that's just how it comes like the situations especially for like male and female you will have certain situations where like you start off young and like in a lovey-dovey phase right. and you always everybody always got that first one that they had or whatever yeah. Yeah. and then when that first one break your heart it's just be like all the world be in them all hell break loose I think all our first ones well I think around the same time all our first ones kind of came across us I think that's when Marvel Room dropped and I think that we've oh, all just been kind of growing from there tell <laughs> you really all the first ones was like if you yeah, think about yeah. like when you think about like 2014 2015 yeah like so do you believe when people say I found love young like can you really find love when you're while you're young yeah I think I don't think you can. I think it's, it's it's probably not true love, but like it's love, not love. But you gotta understand, love grows. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like so for that level, that was love, and you take it as it is at, on that level, and then as it grows, you get appreciation more and more. But you shouldn't deappreciate what you have for somebody. In the that, moment that existed. In exactly. the moment, you actually. But how would you know what love is if you never found love? What was, your, what was that your first time saying, "Damn, I think I'm in love." Like, what do you know what love is? Well, it's for, lust. That's the answer. I don't think so. I think it's lust in the beginning. Yeah, but what makes it less than the beginning? But because I mean, I feel like in the beginning, either way, like when you first see somebody, you're like oh, they look good, they're pretty attractive. I would like to get to know them more. I mean, that's you lusted in that beginning, part of that. Um, like even in, I'm not saying when we say lust, we don't mean just like oh, I want to have sex with them. Yeah, it's just like. Yeah. 
Like just the like just the physical like attraction. Like the physical attraction. That's what pulled you in, in the beginning, right? Or the I would see uh, maybe I'm different for y'all, but like in high school and stuff like that, I was never like physical attraction, yes, that was a thing, but like I was more of a vibrant personality type person. That's how I really honestly fell in love with a lot of people that I did. Because honestly, there was no reason probably for me too, but I saw your soul. I saw how you made you me feel. You saw me soul. I saw his soul, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. I saw how you made I, me feel. I agree with you. I agree with you later. But initially, I feel like. But if we're talking about going into a relationship, or are you talking about what draws somebody to a relationship? We were talking about the first, like literally the yeah. first experience with like, that person. Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. The first how do you know this is person. the best love I've ever had and you never loved anybody else? Like, it's like, how I know this is the best apple I've ever had in my life I've only had one apple. I mean, you right. don't. I mean, you truly don't. So how many apples do you need then? More than one. I mean, you need more than one. You need more than one. What's the cap at? I mean, I think you highly, I think you truly like somebody, but like when you get to that point of like when you put time in, because a lot of people don't understand, uh, you know, to me, love is living on valued energy and whatnot. You know, that was, you know, something that was special. And um, when you had that energy with somebody, you just know, like you could take that to another level. You could take that, you know, with somebody to a different place that you've never taken it before. I mean, you never probably experienced true love, right? But you know what love is when you get to a certain point of love. You're like, hey, you know, this ain't liking somebody. This is loving somebody. I mean, eventually, yeah, like you eating up apples. You like, all right, yeah, I don't want no more apples. Like, this is my apple right here. Right. But you don't believe that first apple. You don't believe the first apple is love. <laughs> oh my god! So you don't think it's a possible thing at all? Right. No, I'm not saying it's no. not a possible. Thing. Well, it's not like you don't believe it at all. Yeah. That first apple, I believe in love for something. As good as it was, it? that's no. not it. How can I know I love you when I first look at you? Well, I don't feel like love should be off an of initial reaction yeah. anyway. So, but so how do you tell someone that you don't love them no more? Uh, that I, well, tell them. Just tell them. I mean, if, you well, tell I, it's not that easy you. for everybody because, like I said, with my situation, um, you know, from a long time ago, like I said, that person didn't understand, didn't know how to portray that to me. Like, yes, we've been together for this long. So, how do you tell somebody that you're not in love with them no more? Yeah, like that is like. I have to take into account how this is going to make you feel. I understand where I'm at, but I'm probably just, can I wait it out? Can I see if this is going to work? If it's going, if we can stretch this out a little bit more to see if my feelings change. But that's kind of hard to drop on somebody like, you know, how can I truly say in a genuine way? I don't love you. Q, no I don't love you. No more. <laughs> you how can you, how can you genuinely tell somebody I don't love you no more without it being like, damn, that hurt. Like, I can't believe you just told me that. So, I mean, you touched on your last engagement. So, how was that conversation for you? Like... I just, Sheesh. I just felt the vibe, like the vibe was off. Um, like I said, the communication wasn't really where it wanted to be. Like the conversations were getting kind of short, so I was like, you know, something really was telling me, like, hey, you need to ask this question because it was like really in my spirit. Just like something was telling me, like, no, like being for real. Like, I was in, I was in, you know, in the military, and I was like, you know, what's what's going on? Yeah. She's like, oh, nothing. You know, nothing was really going on. I was like, you sure? Because it just don't feel right. And something clicked in my head said. Asked her if she's still in love with you. And when I asked her, I was like, hey, you know, I just want to ask, are you still in love with me? And it was just that long pause. That's how you knew. And that's how I knew. She kind of like, told you about telling you. Yeah. She, like, she already initially said something without having to say something. Yeah. And it's like, wow. Well, damn. <laughs> what, what's <laughs> that? I mean, that's, I mean, I, was y'all like eating dinner or something? No, no I, yeah, we no. was on the phone. Like, oh, we, we had yeah. this conversation over the phone. And, you know, she was like, I still love you. But I'm not in love with you like I used to be. Now that'll piss you off. And that'll that, piss you off, right? And then that's, and that's what led to another question. Well, do you still want to be with me? 
Sheesh. another long pause, and it's Sheesh. like, no, I just can't do it. Sean, no those are two big questions. That yeah, those are huge. You didn't give her like sitting down. She those questions. I was. I mean, it hurt. It hurt like hell. It hurt like hell. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, that was the worst. Like, that locked my body up so bad. Because, it's like, your body up. Yeah. I mean, when you love that hard, or when you had somebody like, dang, like. What, what the hell? Like, I mean, yeah. how do you react to that? Like, besides to sit there and be in shock, like, this shit hurt, man. I think, I think I'd be more offended if you was like, if, like, on the other side of that, if, you, if she told you, I don't love you no more, but we can still, like, be together. Like, that would piss me off on anything right there. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm like, no, no, no. no. What? Why, why would we do that? <laughs> I think that's just wasting time. If you don't love me no more, I don't think, you know, I mean, in that sense, it's, it's hard to kind of regain love back. When you lock, lose it that much, like you know, yeah. if it lost, if it if you lose this like a long time ago, and you're trying to fight to get that back in a relationship, I don't think that's gonna truly you gonna gain happiness in that. I think you're just dragging people along. It is not getting no. Why Eric be doing? What? Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Eric was doing. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he was a that hot that man, took bro. a turn real quick. All right, speaking of hot things, I guess cute. So, how do you feel? In a sense, like, for, so... Wait, wait, hold on, Sean ain't said what his fault we get, No, we get back, but this ties in. Okay, Okay, so, and then Sharon, you too, like, as far as relationships, like, how do you feel when things, relationships become routine and not, like, you know, done out of love? Like, you see yourself doing the same things that you did before, and you did with love before, but now it's becoming routine. It's not even, like, you're not enjoying that moment anymore. You're just doing it because you know that you have to do it. I mean, I got to, like, really, like boil down to like why am I doing this like am I doing it just to make like her happy because I get that confused a lot with my love language like my love language is like acts of service so that basically means that I show my love for someone or I show my appreciation by doing stuff for them like cooking taking like to Walmart like you know like just being there like doing whatever they need to do so when you're doing stuff to like show like how you're expressing yourself or like how you're showing love and when it's not just something like I just do this because it makes her happy, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the difference. Like knowing when you're doing it out of love, like for instance, my love language, versus when you're doing it out of I'm just doing it so they can feel good. Yeah, yeah. See, for me, like I said, I I'm not the person like kind of like how Q is like I I like showing you know what I can do for this person. Like, I I want to put out this good energy, this good vibe. Because me, I don't I'm not that person like to receive gifts and give gifts like that. Yeah. Like that's. To me, I think that's materialistic stuff. I want to be able to give you energy. I want to be able to give you, you know, me, so you can appreciate this. Um, I think that's a that's a big growth standpoint. Um, so when you give so much of yourself, are you expecting the other person to be on that same level with you, or maybe just a little bit behind? I, I would I would say just be just kind of be a little bit behind. I'm say like match me truly, like right there, because like I said, I know me yeah. what I'm looking for may be different from what they already at. They probably haven't experienced what I've experienced, so like that's maybe, important. That's yeah, important. and so like maybe I'm kind of a little bit too ahead, but I know my limit. I know what I can take and what I can put out. They might not be ready for that, but I'm like, okay. Well, that's fine. You know, I've been here. I've I know I've seen that grown up. You know, kind of catch up stage. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you. You know, do what you got to do. Talk to me, you know, let me know what makes you feel comfortable and uncomfortable, and then we can go from there. But That's you've been like, oh, I'm sorry, Sean, but you've just been like that for a while, though. Like, you've always been, like, mature and just kind of, like, ahead. I feel like you're a female contemporary as far as being in a relationship and stuff like that. So, like, do you feel like with that being your mindset, do you want an older woman, or you feel like, like, what is, what is it? What's next for you? What I mean, do you feel like? to me, like, I just want somebody who matches the maturity level. Um, like I said, I don't, I don't think I could put an age on somebody because like I said it's a lot of women that's my age 
that act you know that act more mature than a lot of women older. I mean, yeah, less mature. Exactly. I no. mean, it, I mean, it can go either way. So to me, it's whoever God placed in my life. Because at the end of the day, when you get to the point, like, yeah, I'm 24, I'm out here, you know, being me, I'm just enjoying my time. Yeah, I'm single, but it's like, when I look at it, I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to sit here and blow time, go on dates when we're not going nowhere. I don't want to sit here. Yeah, I don't want to sit here and waste money on somebody that we're not building nothing with. I mean, it's not about the money. That's not the point that I'm getting at, but I want to be able to build towards something. I want to be able to build towards possibly having a future like i said start from the bottom and then go start building from the foundation on up you got to get to the roof somewhere um i want to piggyback off what you said earlier about uh like sometimes you can't love people or you can't expect people to love at the same like level level that you are Mm -hmm. i feel like that's easier said than done but i feel like a lot of people like even though you can tell them like i'm not like ready to move that fast yet still like if you're not at a certain level, like they want you at at that certain eventually, time, yeah. like eventually they're gonna be like, oh no, like that's why I feel like it should be, it should always be like a mutual, like a mutual thing. Because if you, if you wait for somebody to love you like the like the way they love you, then or the way you love them, then yeah. I don't know. So I mean, how do you tell them like, hey, like you're not really moving as fast as I as I want you to? Like, how does that conversation come up? Uh, I, I feel like if it's real love, then y'all just gonna move the way y'all supposed to move. I don't feel like it's. Like, but then again, you have some people that are full speed for no reason. <laughs> a little too hard. You see what I'm saying? Like, way you, too fast. You have some people that are like that, but I mean, I feel like you just gotta be like, look, like, I feel like we're all at an age now where we're we're not just like dating just to date no more. But we're in a generation where like I like just wait on me, and like some people get shorted of that too. Like they'll wait, they'll wait, and then they'll get shit on like at the very end. You know right. Because I mean, my advice would be be to you if. If you trying to like get at that person and that person is just like not budging. Like when I say because people like people when people say wait, like what are what are they waiting for? They're waiting just because like you're not you ready, ready for a relationship or they yeah. are they ready like waiting for like other reasons? I I mean I think what mostly like I, I've seen it like we've all seen like a lot of people aren't ready for like I would say being tied down and committed to one person in a relationship. They want to be out here free for like they they feel like they're too young to be settled down and tied down right now. Or right. they want to eat all their apples. I'm about to say that's the first apple. That's when they're in their twenties. Like that's when they eat their first apple. Like bro, I don't want to start right now. Like apples are good. Like, well, see, you really don't eat like, your apple until you're like in the twenties though. If you're being real, like I don't feel like you can really say that you want a serious relationship. Like if you're nineteen and no, that's what I'm saying. Like that's your first apple. Yeah. So what? That's the. That's the primary reason why y'all think people are not ready for a relationship. Cause I feel like there's other reasons too, but I feel like those are some like underlying. Cause you can work through anything with anybody if you want to. That's how I feel. If, I feel like if I, you like it's just not that hard. But a lot of people will always want to just see what's out there. I feel like a lot of people deal with the what ifs. Yeah. And yeah. So they don't want to live with themselves, especially looking at their age. Because yeah. I feel like older people always say like, "Why are you settling down now? You got your whole rest of your life to live off. Like, why?" Are you- trying to get committed now. But see, everybody's different because they probably, they probably, you know, settled down for, you know, somebody that they probably didn't work out and they probably had a bad little taste in their mouth for a while. But like I said, everybody is different. Everybody loves different. Everybody matures differently and they look for different things at a different age. Like I said, I mean, some people, they want to have a family in their young 20s or, or something like that. Is it, do we all see it as that's a good thing? Like, no, because then we have our, you know, opinions about it. Like, oh, they ain't going to last. You know, divorce rate is up. For us in this generation, it's like, oh, well, 
they'll be over it. Oh, they have a 14 divorce rate is up too. Domestic violence is up too. Domestic violence is definitely up. Y'all be the partners in the house. It's the best stuff for that, bro. So, Sean, back to your flaws. Like, what did you say your flaws was? This man really want me to say my flaws. I think, bro, we already addressed this. I think one of my flaws is that I'm not the best communicator. Yeah, you don't be yeah. you don't text us back, bro. No, okay, relax. I do text you. Don't be reading. I'm not. I'm not the best communicator. I feel like that's in all aspects. Not all aspects, but in terms of like relationships, I feel like that's always been like a like a thing. I feel like I've gotten better at it over time. Bro. Who told you you got better at it? Because <laughs> <laughs> I ain't told you, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Like I feel. Either you're stacking or you're progressing. What are you? I feel like I'm slowly progressing. Chicka, 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 chicka. I'm not stagnant at all. Why do you think you're a bad communicator? Like, like, why do you think you're so bad at communicating? I don't think I'm a bad communicator. You got yeah, yeah. I think that is what it is. Do you feel like you got that fucking mentality? Like, man, bump it. If it I mean, it is what it is. Do you have that mentality sometimes? Because you've been on your phone quite a while, bro. But you I have. I, bro. <laughs> My phone bill do not disturb a lot, so that's really the source of a lot of my not answering phone calls and not texting me back. Right. That's really what it is. But in terms of just like being a bad communicator, I don't think I'm a bad communicator in terms of like people I love and people I trust. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're not somebody that, that I'm like mainly talking to or like yeah, mainly care about, like in my circle, then I'm not really gonna be like talking to you that much. <laughs> so you feel I feel like, like that's normal. That's normal, right? You feel like your communication issue is more of a, how frequently you do it, like communicate back other, like rather than being like, oh, Sean doesn't get deep with me, he doesn't get in touch with his emotions, he doesn't tell me how he feels or isn't direct. You feel like yours is you don't communicate enough or like that's more often. I feel like I don't do that enough. Okay. But when you do it, it's like. But when I do it, I do yeah. it and I completely. No, but Sean is very heartfelt, but he's not heartfelt very often. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Well, like, I mean, I, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, well, from, it from, it from, from, the, from my most, most recent situation, I'm pretty sure <laughs> it sounds like a bad thing. I mean, like I said, it takes time. Like I said, and that's it takes time for people to open up. Like I ain't saying like you got to be that way the whole exact time. Like now that that's aggravating. Somebody yeah. get pissed off with that. Like you just string along. Like all right, well I ain't opening up. I ain't opening up. I ain't opening up. Three years later. Still ain't open up yet. Bro, but long. his flaw is tied to his mentality, though. I feel like you're just like, I've seen you get caught up in things and you forget to come back to other things. Like, as far as communicating, like, you, like, every time you were talking, you just get on your phone, like, what'd you say? That's Bro, like, Sean does that yeah, a lot. Yeah, Sean does that a lot. Bro, I don't know. I just take things from, like, levels of importance. Like, <laughs> that's really how I take things, bro. I take things one at a time. Like how they Sean's flaw right, bro. Sean would think if he didn't hear it, did you didn't say it? You didn't say it. Like what you said? <laughs> That's probably true. If I didn't hear it, you basically didn't say it. You said that, bro. Being real, bro. You said That's it. like saying if a tree, like you don't hear a tree fall in the woods, and it never fell. Or it's not a tree at all. Absolutely. Like so that's you can't do that, bro. But I understand that. But that's that's what I'm saying. Like that's what you're working on. You I look I look at everything at level of importance. The people I want to talk to the most are the people that I feel are the most important to me. Right. But it has to be mutually. Like if you if you making time for me and I'm making time for you, then bitch, then we good. And that can be in terms of a relationship, that can be in terms of a friendship. Yeah. Like if we always talk and always communicate, then I'm gonna put that same level into this that you that you put into it. But if you below that level, then it's probably not gonna be like a 
like a priority yeah. or like top level communication. That's what I'm saying. So my question for you, like I said, I know you kind of touched on it already, but um, like I said, I know when you really had that relationship with somebody and y'all are like, you say it's mutual. Uh-huh. So like you see things starting to fall off with like somebody that you truly care about. Like, are you truly going to attack it? Like, hey, what's going on? Like, you want to try to have, have that conversation with them and see what's going on? Or is it like, you know, they figure it out their own way? Uh, I would say that that's what I hope for. Hope for but like, well, a lot of situations in my past, I kind of just, I don't know. If somebody fall, if, honestly, bro, if somebody like fall off or stop talking to me or do some stuff like that, I'm going to give you the same energy that you give me. So that's, what I, that's, what I, that's what I've done in the past. Do I feel like that should be something y'all should do or people should do? Absolutely not. I'm not doing that. I don't think you should do that. But that's how you operate. That's just how, I, bro. Like, I show love to people that show love to me. Right. Energy match energy. Like that's just how I look at it. Like it's kind of like black and white to me. Like I feel like why should I be like blowing your phone up if you're not blowing my phone up? But you know, a lot of people like you know after like you cross and like get into grief, they feel like you're the one that switched up. When you just stay the same. Oh God. That's a that's a that's a conversation for another day, right? That might be having to be a conversation for another day. <laughs> but I don't know. Well, we got strong real quick. Strong, you feel like we switched up? Oh shoot. Um, I don't say y'all switch up. I, well, when y'all say switch, up, okay, look, 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 look. When y'all say switch up, when y'all say switch up, like. I'm, it's not like switch up in a bad way. Like how, when people think of switch up, they're like, "Oh, like that nigga done did some like, nah, he ain't the same." Some fuck shit, yeah, bro. Fuck yeah, you, bro. like that. When I say switch up, when I say I look at growth, I seen you know y'all that went through trials and tribulations as y'all cross. Like I said, y'all are different from where y'all were before y'all cross. A good different. I think confidence and a lot of stuff, you know, it built not because of just who the fraternity is, but you felt like what you've been through, what you've gone through, what you've seen. And how people made you feel, even in your lowest times when you was going through it, it made you a better person. It made you a brighter person. Well, that's us. Yeah. Now, I've seen that through y'all, through you. I've seen many days when you was down. I've seen when you, when he's like, God, dog, man, Sean. Like, y'all was tore um, I mean, like, when y'all was tore up, y'all was tore down. And, and Sean really been with all of us while we was crossing, bro. Bro, that's true. And I'm, you know, I, I've seen the growth. And, like, when y'all cross over, i seen, like, a different, like, stable uh, person with their emotions like y'all express a little bit more how you feel like y'all not gonna cut no corners with nobody like y'all was like that before but y'all are a little bit more aggressive with it now like hey i know i'm not i'm not fucking with this like if you don't if you don't agree with it then it is what it is we never had, had a conversation with Sean a lot of times <laughs> <laughs> we had to touch Sean by himself a good amount of time have you seen anything out of us that you didn't like since we crossed um y'all really think grief grief like like changes people like to actually switch up, switch up? Yes. I think it changed the people that they interact with. I don't think it changed so much the person. Like, you think people really be out here, like, switching up heavy like that? Yeah, I think so, players, yeah. The corny Yeah, they because... The dorks. That's because they never found themselves to begin with. The cornballs, of course. But I'm talking about, like, actually, like, genuine people. You well, feel- I mean, how I look at it, like, when I when I see certain people cross and they, they come out... <laughs> Like it's it's different, man. Yeah, like, out there looking. No, <laughs> like, it's like you see what somebody was before they crossed, and then you see them after. Like, all right, why you gotta act all stuck up? Why you gotta act all stink? Like, you know, your shit don't stink. Like, you the same person, but you just got your letters now. And now that you got your letters, you feel like, oh, you own the world, and that nobody can't touch you. Yeah. But when somebody do touch you, and they put you on your ass, and they show you who you is. <laughs> why you touching? Exactly. Yeah. And it's like you know, people need to understand. They gotta pay. Earth to Sharon, bring it back down. You still Sharon at the end of the day. Like you can't sit there and act like your shit don't stay. Because when somebody tell you about it, then the first thing you gonna say is, 
Man, no, no, man, you just tripping. You just tripping. It ain't even like that. Man, Sharon, this being some real shit. We might have to wait for that um, Greek Life conversation for another for another episode. That's cool with y'all boys. Y'all okay. think that's going to be a series? Y'all think Greek Life going to be a series? Sheesh. That, that might be too hot. Nah, I don't know. Well, I have a question. Just wrap up the flaws and stuff like that. So you guys, everybody's all stated around everything that they felt like was a flaw, flaw and whatnot. So do you feel like your flaw is something that you will change or something that you feel like um, you will, like, work with or whatever. Like, you know, some, some people want to eliminate their flaw together. Is there something that you feel like you'll be able to, like, live with and just a compromise that your partner has to deal with? Um, with me, I always, like I said earlier, if I'm, like, if I'm stagnant or if I'm not progressing, then I'm regressing. So that's kind of how, like, how I look at, like, every situation in life. So I want to, like, become a better communicator. So that's something, like, I'm always, like, being cognizant about, always thinking about. I don't want to say, like, it's something I'm always working on. I hate when people say that. Right. Like, it's something I'm always working on. No, it's not. It's not something you're always working on. Yeah. Like, when you think about it, when it comes up, you work on it, and when you, like, attack those, like, certain, like, situations. But, yeah, I would say it's something I hope I'm working on or trying to get better at, not just do it, just do it. I think I'm, like, working more so on, like, recognizing my flaws. I feel like once I recognize what my flaws are, because, you know, I don't got none. Um, I'll be better at, you know, handling and working on the flaws, but um, I don't think it's going to take any in particular person, to be honest with you. Like, I don't think it's going to be something like, if I be the right one, I think I'll get better. I feel like it's a, it's a very, like, solo, like, life journey that like, you have to, like, figure out for yourself. So, that's my answer. For me, like I said, it's a, it's a day-by-day situation. I mean, to me, that, I mean, that, that's what it is. It's Your true. patience it, does move day-by-day. Day, yeah, obviously. like I said, patience, it, it, it's either there or it's not. And like I said, it's depending on the person too. Like if you really truly care about somebody, your patience will get weary, you get thin. But sometimes, you know, you got to make it stretch. And you know, I'm thankful for, you know, being able to see another day to have the opportunity to work on patience. Like I said, I want to continue to have that heart in. Like, hey, I understand. You know, it's, we in a trying time. I'm not gonna settle for less. That's one thing I'll never do. I'll never settle for less. But I understand with the person that I want to be with or the person I want to make something happen with, mm-hmm. I'll definitely compromise and be like, hey, we're going to go here, we're going to work on this. And if it's not able to be reached, then hey, then we got to go our separate ways. Okay. I feel like the stance on that, yes, I will work on changing mine. And if I don't get to be perfect, just accept me for who I am. Amen. <laughs> That's it. That's all you got to tell them. That's really it. I'm working. I'm working. It's all I try. Take it for love. But that wraps up another episode of the Way Day Podcast. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Make sure y'all still sending in. Eric, what are we going to do? Like, we're going to, like, be recognizing SC, like, talent all across the nation. Yeah, one of the things that we want to start doing, um, and this is one of the missions that we had when we came out with this, was to really highlight uh, you guys in the South Carolina. Like, we've got artists out here, whether it be music or painting. We've got um, those in academic professions that are taking off. Like, we have a friend that's going to be a teaching fellow. Um, so. Yeah, Senator, just things like that. So, like, we really want to give uh, you guys the recognition that you guys deserve. So, just send, um, you know, those names to our social media handles and stuff like that, and we'll do our best to recognize them on a higher platform. We got a website and social media apps coming soon, so stay Shoot, tuned. So stay awesome. tuned. We want to come up. Um, I know since we're doing this, you know, South Carolina talent, you know, showcasing South Carolina's best, um, one of my classmates, somebody who graduated from South Florence, um, he's at uh, North Carolina A&T. His name is Bryson McKiffin. Uh, like I said, Bryson has been Shit. been on the cream wave. Uh, he got his own clothing brand called Cream. Uh, if y'all want to check it out, his uh, Instagram is uh, b.stroke. So b.stroke. Y'all can check that out. 
he got some of the creamiest gear, like a oh. casual everything around him. Get your merch, get your merch, get your merch. Quarantine. If all hearts and minds are clear, we're about to wrap up this episode. It's your boy Marquise QSAF signing off. Hey, it's your boy Trick or Trade Night. All right, man, y'all be easy as Raider Sean. Yeah, rest in peace to good brother Juwan. He had to work, but uh, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. <laughs> oh my God. You about to go to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know? Nah, you ain't had to say it like that. All right, sleep in peace, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, it's your boy Easy East signing out. And like I always say, those saw me last for a night. Joy does come in the morning. Peace. Right. Yes, sir.